Good morning. Today is Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. Here's one of my favorite quotes from Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory. Today we are not short of information or knowledge, but we are desperately short of the wisdom that guided our ancestors and still has the power to guide us through the wilderness of time. And I love that quote because not only is it so true, but it encapsulates the essence of Rabbi Sachs' teachings over decades. So I want to share a piece of that wisdom this morning. It's not actually from Rabbi Sachs, it's from someone else, but it is something that is crucially important and so relevant to every one of us that comes from our portion, the Parsha of Toldos. So let's just review the highlights of this week's Torah portion. The Parsha begins with a woman's terrible disappointment Rivka at being unable to conceive and when she does eventually become pregnant, remember Rivka and Yitzchak were married for 20 years before they had children. And when she does conceive, it is a very difficult pregnancy. She gives birth to twin boys. They from their childhood are jealous of each other and take advantage of each other. Each parent has a favorite child, a different one, and both parents, both parents appear to have an unrealistic view of each of their children. Rivka implements an elaborate plot with her favorite son, Yaakov, to deceive her husband, Yitzchak, and to take away the blessing from her other son, Esav. And the Parsha ends with dramatic animosity between the two brothers, Esav and Yaakov, with Esav actually threatening to kill his brother and Yaakov, as a result of that, leaving home for over 20 years. So the question, the underlying question is, what is it that we're supposed to learn from this? How is this supposed to be a lesson in what is right and what is good and how to build families and how to create loving families, this Parsha seems to describe an utterly dysfunctional family over decades. And if we are honest, it seems to mirror the experience of many of us maybe not as dramatically and maybe not as consistently, but from time to time being disappointed in our children, acting 
in a way that we are not proud of towards our children, having our children act towards us in ways that we consider to be unacceptable, fighting amongst children, even if we have strong, good families, but still there are all of these episodes in our lives. And don't you sometimes feel you may be sitting at a table in the olden days and hopefully soon in the new days when your whole family is gathered around and you're looking forward to it and it's such a great event and then they start fighting about something or you're disappointed in something and how do we make sense of the inconsistency even if our family is not consistently dysfunctional? But what do we learn from this family? So I want to share with you an amazing insight from Rabbi Norman Lamb of Blessed Memory. And this is such an important lesson. It is so practical and is so relevant. At every Jewish wedding under the chuppah, we bestow upon the couple Sheva Brachos, seven blessings. And the fifth of the seven is you, these dear friends, this couple, this loving couple, you should rejoice Now, the normal way we understand that second phrase is you, my dear bride and groom, you should rejoice with the same joy that was celebrated by Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, that was amazing, that's the ideal. And we hope that you, Chassan and Kala, bride and groom, that you will rejoice like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. The only thing is, that's not what the words say. One more time. Gan Eden is the Garden of Eden. What does the word Mikedem mean? Well, we know it means east of. It's a geographic adjective. After Adam and Eve were expelled from the Garden of Eden, the Torah tells us they were sent Mikedem Legan Eden to the east of the Garden of Eden. By the way, uh, that is the source of the title of John Steinbeck's novel, East of Eden. And that's really what it's about. It's about after being expelled from paradise, from the Garden of Eden. But the question for us is, why is that the bracha that we give to this bride and groom under the chuppah at the moment of their wedding. Why would we not bless them with the joy of being in paradise, of Gan Eden? That seems to be really great. Why in the world will we bless them with the joy of after they were expelled and sent eastward from the Garden of Eden? Rabbi Lamb suggests that our sages are teaching us a profound lesson. Wanting something to be perfect, wanting 
to be in paradise is not a path to happiness. And if that's our goal, we're going to be disappointed. Look at what happened to Adam and Eve who were actually in paradise. They lost it. And even if somehow you were to attain paradise and you don't lose it, even if you don't lose it, eventually you're going to take it for granted. Happiness in life, building a strong family, comes when we realize how much we need each other how much we are lacking by ourselves and love, and it's true within a family and it's true in other contexts, develops deepest when we have to create it, when we have to recreate it after it has been lost or diminished or maybe uh, put to the side temporarily. When we overcome struggle and disappointment and then work harder to recreate the love and closeness, that's real love. That is deep love. Not just when it's there, but constantly. The Torah in our Parsha is showing us a real family. And we need to appreciate how real this is, how often within, maybe not our own family, but in families that we see and we know, these kinds of issues come up. This is real life. The genius of the Torah is it does not tell us about paradise. Paradise is just in the first few verses and then that's over because that doesn't have anything to teach us. What we need to learn from, what we need to see is real families, real struggles. Yes, of course, these individuals, we spoke about this one time before, they are greater and, than we will ever imagine. But at the same time, they are real people struggling with real things the same things that we struggle with. And the Torah shows us in our Parsha the shortcomings <coughs> and the struggles and the ups and downs and the disappointments. And here's the crucial point. It's not correct to say that in spite of what happens in this week's Parsha, they were actually a great family. That's not correct. What is correct to say is that because of what happens in this week's Parsha, they are a great family. Because of their struggles, which they overcame, because of their disappointments, which they worked through, by the end of the Parsha, the marriage of Yitzchak and Rivka is stronger than it ever was and remains for us almost 
4,000 years later as the model of a beautiful, loving, strong marriage relationship. By the beginning of next week's Parsha, not next week, the week after, the two brothers who Esav was about to kill Yaakov and he ran away, by the time we get to the, the Parsha after next, the two brothers are reconciled. And in fact, they become closer than they ever were before. And they are able to carve out for each other their own distinct identity and their own distinct fields of excellence. This is a great family. And great families will not be found in paradise. Gan Eden does not contain great families. Mikedem, east of Eden, after you've been expelled, after you lost it, after the disappointment and the setback and the difficulty, that's where strong families can be found. All of us go through these things, hopefully not all at once, hopefully not as dramatic as in our Parsha. But we need to understand these are not interruptions in life. These are not the exceptions to life. These are the fabric of life. And when disappointment happens and setback and maybe an argument, we need to not, yes, we should be upset. And yes, of course, we have to work to fix it, of course. But we should not be shocked or surprised because this is what life is. Our lives are east of Eden, Mikedem Lagan Eden. That's where we live. The key is to fix it. The key is to recover it. The key is to not accept the expulsion on its face, but to recreate love, to re-envision closeness after we've been expelled. And that's why our Parsha has such a practical, relevant message for every single one of us. All of us are Mikedem Laganeden. And we have the potential to use that to build strong, loving families. That's the lesson that our Parsha teaches. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.